Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 799. And today we continue looking into the shadow of Jinky 55, which is victimization. And uh, we're coming to the kind of the end of what Richard Rod, the author of the Jinky, has been talking about this, um, all these races and changes and stuff. This is keynoted the great change, the sixth race and the return to Eden. And we're going to like, you know, put all these little elements aside and kind of like as as we've been doing in the past few episodes. Um, there is an evolutionary uh, civilization wide race, right? And, and we were talking about, but it's not, um, it is not the the spirit the 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 embodiment of spirit in physicality in planet earth that is happening in a timely fashion right it's the evolution of all of consciousness finally reaching this point and i wouldn't even be as sure as to um kind of like assert that that hasn't happened that before somewhere in in the in the in the galaxy or the the entire multiverse right um some people say that you know this planet and many planets that are at this kind of like where we are right now we're at the kind of like the pinnacle the the cutting edge of of consciousness evolving through physicality um it could be true, you know, like everything, you you have always to take everything just with a grain of salt and just saying, uh, well, you know, that's that's a theory. Um, does it matter? No. You know, all that stuff is kind of like plot points of the story, right? What really matters is what's actually happening. And I do agree with Richard Rod uh, in terms of the great change, because uh, it's 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 being kind of like laid out through history and, and everything. You you can see it um, on every single spiritual tradition. When when um, a master and initiate has uh, reached a point where their um, their perception is connected to their cash, they can see the future timelines. And so uh, many masters throughout history they've already seen it because time is simultaneous, right? So they have reached that place where they've seen that which already is and and it's just a matter of unfolding for <clears throat> the rest of us the rest of you know the the different points of perspective of the light of creation to actually reach that point and and they all coincide with um they don't put a date right but it's kind of coming to a crescendo as as we are evolving and you know if I were to, I hate putting, you know, putting dates to stuff, but as as I'm seeing it happening, it does make sense um, when we're talking about yesterday, we were looking into the Kali Yuga, right? Uh, that it's going to be around 2080 something, you know, this complete shift in consciousness, not the evolution of our civilization needs to wait that, you know, I'm thinking, you know, the real change really kicks in at around 2030, 2030 something, 30. I'm thinking 2033, 34. And uh, so we have about another 10 years of uh, reconfiguration and dissolution of this 
hierarchical matrix system. Um, and uh, it's going to be a very interesting next 10 years uh, in the planet, right? Through this great change is, is the, this is, if, if you were to see it from a kind of like step out and see it from far away, it's just a blink of, a, of an eye in the, in the time of God, right? But what we're going to be experiencing, what we are experiencing, and here's the, here's the interesting part that, that kind of like, kind of makes me giggle on the inside. Um, for a lot of the people in the world to truly come to terms that their whole of their reality has been fake, it's incredibly challenging. But most people like, you know, if you're listening to this and, you know, you've been already on your journey for a while. Uh, some of us, we've been, you know, in it since like 20, 30 years ago or even more, right? I, myself, you know, been in it like 25 years or over since I actually started like learn about what's actually going on. And then you go through your own dark night of the soul. And and, and it's it's basically just waking up to the realization that the entire of the social structure of this reality is based on misunderstandings of reality and and not um out of um i mean you know as an individual from the individual level yes is because um because it's our journey to go through all of these um challenges right but eventually the people there's people that understand this and they are kind of like the holders of the of, of, of the kind of like the spearhead of this thing um a lot of them had believed that in order for this to happen they needed to push it this is what we call the illuminati right this this um, cult right of people that um they understand all of this stuff and they have no compassion because that's not where they are in their point of, you know, we're all God. We're all the children of God here. So from their point of perspective, they don't have compassion. So they they see just, you know, the body is like a horse. So they don't really care about physical loss of life or, or, or suffering. Because they do understand that we're all eternal souls, right? Eternal uh, beings. So... They've been pushing this thing. And they are also the manifestation of all of our um, work in the shadows. Being living in, the, in ignorance. Living within misunderstandings of reality. And so what's happening right now is that throughout the last probably hundred years, you could say probably since Nikola Tesla, because um, he was really a, a different timeline, like... If we would have gone as a, in terms of civilization with what Nikola Tesla downloaded back then in, in the early 1900s, we would be living in a completely different civilization right now. Probably more, more something like, a, like the Jetsons or something like that, but with, with higher consciousness. Because that, that was still kind of like very, you know, if you see these kind of cartoons from the... From the 60s or 50, I don't know exactly when they come out, like the Flintstones and the Jetsons, and they're all kind of the same kind of propaganda of like the <laughs> the, the, the house life, right? And 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 but but it's but it's they 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 just change the era, right? 
But uh, what I'm really talking about is is in terms of technology. And ultimately, where 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 right now the timelines are splitting, right? So we have the path of people going into more more suffering for a long 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 time right the, those who choose the artificial intelligence um timeline and then those of us who are going organic you know we're all all natural right uh it's not going to take that long but the current um reality <clears throat> needs to collapse and uh, and so these people <laughs> in their own head trip the, the ones that don't fully understand what what's really going on they think that because they know this change is happening, they end up on top, right? We're going to be the, you know, the boss here. And, 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 you know, we have our undergrounds where we have all our food and, you know, the whole world goes to shit and all of the minions die according to their consciousness, right? And then we come out and we have the blood of the future because we understand the mysteries and the, of, the, of the occult, right? And we, we, we know what's really going on. Uh, the funny thing is that it's just like with every movie and we're going to kind of like putting it all in a context of this three-act structure, right, with these eons as we dive into what Richard Rudd is talking about today. Uh, villains in all stories, they always think they, 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 they have it figured out, right? And then at the end of the story, um, they have to pay the price for their arrogance, and and it's, it's, it's you, we all have the hero and the villain inside of us, right? These are just archetypes that get projected into the world stage, right? And so as 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 these changes happening, this old structure is collapsing. In in, in, in my opinion, and, and again, I hate fucking dates, so don't 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 hold me to dates, right? Please. But I'm kind of like based on intuition, right? And then kind of how I'm seeing things unfolding. In the next 10 years, what we're going to see is the, the, the kind of like the dissolution, the, the, the collapse of all the fake structures of the world. What does the apocalypse mean? What does revelations mean? To be revealed, the revealing of the truth. That's what uh, St. John's, uh, you know, watched in his ways of uh, kind of like his um, um, prophecies, his visions, right? He was seeing stuff that back in the den, back in the day, uh, he couldn't um, uh, represent in any other ways, but the kind of like the metaphors that he used. Uh, but he was really watching, you know, the, the splitting of timelines. And um, so we have these people that they're, they're kind of embarking on this artificial intelligence journey. And then we have us, right? And so we are creating a new reality. We, we are creating a real world by our choices. And so in the meantime, while all of that is happening, the entire structure collapses. And what, this is going to be incredibly challenging for the next 10 years for the people that don't know what the fuck is going on. But for people like you and me, we're going to be coasting on this one. It's like we already went through the... You know, the, the darkness of, you know, now that it's happening, you're like, oh, finally, God damn it. You know, I've been waiting for this for like 20 years. So for us, it's going to be a completely different journey. And we're definitely going to have a blast because we understand what's going on. And so because we understand what's going on, we can make decisions, you know, as the whole thing collapse, you know, you, you can see the, the rock falling before it falls. So you, you get out of the way. 
And so it's going to be very challenging for a lot of people. And this is where we come in and bring in this this data, right? This 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 philosophy, this this information into the people, so that they can have something to hold on while the whole thing falls apart. And I see that's kind of our job at this point, you know, with 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 what we have as an understanding. And so we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk also about the spiritual aspect of it, and also kind of like like I always say, like we've been looking into in the past episodes. Putting things in their place, right? Because this is what Richard Roth puts here. It's a soup. It's all over the place, right? But we've been kind of like, you know, separating the pieces and, and making these kind of storylines, you know, make sense through the last few episodes. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what the fuck am I talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one, and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here with this Gene Keys, this tool. There's a link there. Also, if you scroll a little down past the, you know, the description and you know all that stuff, the email list, sign up. Um, that says, click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. Click on that link. That'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This Jinkies tool that we're using here as a kind of like a textbook is uh, fantastic because it's like kind of like a conglomeration, uh, you know, of all spiritual teachings and religions and, you know, systems and and it's all complex pulled together in this, you know, the, the author, you can tell that he did his journey and studying a bunch of stuff, and eventually put it all together in this thing. And it's uh, based on human design. And, you know, um, it's basically, um, its core is the I Ching, right? The ancient um, book of changes. And what we're doing here is just understanding how consciousness weaves through reality. Uh, how the blueprint of consciousness um it's at the at the foundation of everything in life. If we can understand the nature of change, change itself, um, then we can understand time. And we're going to be talking about that too. Um, how time time appears to be speeding up, but what it really means is that we're gaining, inf- we're becoming enlightened, right? Which means. To be in knowledge of. We are just understanding what is going on here. And so when you have understanding, understanding is light. So then time appears to accelerate. But it is not. It's just that you are no longer dwelling in in a slow reality. Because there's your ability to process information accelerates. Right, and so you find yourself in a in a more and more in a close closer to a timeless state. We're gonna get into that a little bit. It's a little bit more kind of a little bit more out there, but we're gonna put all these pieces together in a little bit. But on that page, episode two hundred fifty six. Listen to that episode. I'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool um, to heal ourselves, to, um, to understand reality, to learn how to. Um, how to properly live our lives, um, heal all our relationships, uh, discover our purpose, our deepest spiritual purpose, 
and and re reclaim that inner uh, connection to to the source of creation, right? The, the light of God, and download our energy directly from God, so that we can experience a life of fulfillment here, and then eventually that's how we become ready for our for the for the for this great change right for this um upgrading in in not only in consciousness but at a physical level in the bio machine this this body that we're riding in this reality it's going to become upgraded it is becoming upgraded as we are expanding our consciousness the body gets it's becoming upgraded and so all of that information is there there's an index there's charts there's a a video of um, uh, Richard Raw. There's a whole explanation of what hologenesis means. This isn't something that you're gonna get in 20 minutes, right? Um, but it's definitely um, profound tool for um, healing all our misunderstandings of reality. The reason we suffer is because we don't understand what the fuck is going on here. If we can understand why our emotions, why our thoughts, why our beliefs, why our addictions, why our shadows, right? Why our fears? Why, why, why? Why is always a question. Why? Why Why do I have this reality? These problems keep happening. Why am I stuck in loops? Why, why don't I get the, what I want? You know, all of that, you know, all of those, they, they're, there's answers for all of those questions. It's the same answer for, and it's the same question at this very core. And so uh, it's not like this Jinkies tool gives you the answer, but it gives you the, the fertile ground for you to, uh, through your art, what we call here the art of contemplation, download your answer that's specifically relevant to you as an individual. And you can be able to download that information directly from God. And, and that changes everything because these answers, the reason why the, the world's still suffering is because nobody can tell you that answer. That is an answer that it's relevant to your point of perspective from the divine light for your specific shard of, of like the angle from which you're landing in this reality, observing and experiencing this reality. So no one, there's no one in the entire multiverse that's experiencing and, and, and observing and experiencing reality like you are. So you have a, a different kind of angle of, of an answer for that question that you have to download. That is what we call, you know, know yourself, know thyself, right? The classic. And, um, but this tool does help you to do that. And, and it's not like any different than any other, you know, Buddhism or any other stuff. <clears throat> it's just a really well, um, organized however there are some ele missing elements that i've been kind of like hammering on in the last 20 episodes because I, I finally finally dawned on me after i'm, I'm all all throughout almost the entire thing i'm, I'm you know, we are about 10 jinkies nine jinkies from the end of all this these 64 jinkies right and um and and I start figuring out there's 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 a big big problem here with this with this jinkies tool, but but I'm addressing it. So other than that, it's if if you understand that problem from the beginning, then you won't get stuck in that, and it, you can totally use this tool at a whole other level. 
And that's what we've been doing. So all of that stuff is on episode 256. If you want to learn more about me, who am I, what's TV, what's uh, Planet Homemaking, what's uh, uh, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening, what's Planet Homemaking, what's um, uh, Pearl Planet, all of that stuff, click on the About tab, listen to episode 1. It's a little bit um, out, out of date. We're going to record it again we recorded that about three years ago. But basically... Um, the purpose of all this, 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 this brand, what we're doing here is we're helping lay out the blueprint for a real civilization, and the blueprint is is people. It's 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 not even people. It's it's you you that exist behind the body, the mind, body, the mind, the mind, body, consciousness, right? And it's uh. And that's what we are. We are this observer, right? This this positioner of attention and experiencing. Uh, the, the soul is the recorder of emotion, right? Our experiences gets re- get recorded as emotion, right? And it's not even emotion because emotion is chemical. It's an electromagnetic experience. Uh, at a, it's, it's frequency. It's, uh, it's, it's thought, it's light, it's sound, and, and ultimately it's matter, right? But that's what we are. We are not these bodies. We are not these, this, you know, these, these minds. We are not these personalities, right? That we have, and and as when we understand that, that is when 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 we as individuals begin to vibrate at a different frequency, molecular, subatomic level, right? It, it, we we are literally building the blueprint for a real civilization, because. And this is what we're talking about here. This great change. We're going to be diving into that today. It's it's frequency, and you can you know want to create utopia all you want, and you can you you want to create your you know your hippie um, ashram all you want, and you want to create just enlightened you know corporations all you want, and you want to create a new economic system or whatever new political system all you want. None of that shit's going to work if there's not that blueprint of frequency. And that is that is it, it's made at the individual level, right? By the understanding of reality, if we can understand how reality works, and um, and we and understanding comes from experience, right? This is philosophy. What we're we're just talking about stuff here. This means nothing. We take this this data, this this philosophy, this information, right? And we contemplate it. We open that you know door. It's not that it's ever closed, but we put our attention on it and we start actually getting our download. And then we get the experience, the physical experience. And then we actually, then we can actually, then we actually know that is truth. You, you, you gain truth by experiencing reality or physical reality and also metaphysical because we do get downloads of truth through metaphysical experience. Some of these metaphysical experiences are even more real than this physical reality. And so we're both, not just one or the other, but both. And, um, and and then you know, and then you know, and then nobody can come and tell you, you know, that the moon is made out of cheese. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you fucking know. Why is the moon uh, locked in, in, in a cycle where it's all, only, only showing one side of the moon? You know, if you were a mathematician, calculate that at, a, you know, at a, uh, what's called a random, uh, you know, possibility in the universe. How, 
What else? There's somebody already did that. It's on the internet. You, you, you can, might, might want to look it up. What is the possibility that that would happen randomly? At the perfect distance. With the perfect spin so that it never shows us the other side. It is spinning in, in the way that it's spinning. It's, it's locked in such a fucking perfect way. It, the number, uh, when you find that number, if you want to check it out, find it, find it. Because it's all about you know, finding for yourself, right? The number is astronomically in, almost imp impossible. The, the, the per There's like you know, zero, 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 percentage of possibility that that could actually happen. So that's some food for thought right there. But on that page, on the about page, um, there's, um, there's, there's also a um, um, resources section. And that talks about, you know, the stuff that we're going through as, as, as we're going through great change. If we're talking about the dissolution or the falling apart of this, literally this civilization. And when I'm talking about not that we're going to go back to the, uh, the dark ages, you know, it's, it's that people are going to realize that they've been lied to for so long about so much stuff. You know, the food that people eat is poison, the water, the airs. You know, people think that slavery is not real when there's 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 probably more slavery and child sex slavery and, and woman slavery right now and slavery of all kinds disguised and hidden and, and, and the people that should be taking care of that stuff they're you know, they're sold out. Politicians and, and, and governments are sold out and bought out. And so all of that shit's coming out and it's going to be these, these 10 years of all these people have been asleep and have absolutely no fucking clue what's going on. It's going to be extremely challenging for them. And that's what we call this great change. For us, it's going to be awesome because uh, we're going to be, we're actually going to know why it's happening. Everything's going on the way it is because it's like you've been, you've seen it coming for the last 20 years. Oh, it's coming, it's coming. Here it is. And now you're ready. Because you understand reality, right? So all of that information is there. But let's dive into this um, this um, great change, the sixth race, the ending of the trilogy and the return of the to Eden, right? This riddle of the eons and, you know, all these fancy fluffy words that Richard Rudd likes to use. Um, so the time of the great change is now upon us. As the fifth root race prepares to give way to the sixth root race, the Trivian, time itself appears to be speeding up. And he likes to use this, I think he got it from somewhere in India, some Vedas or some, some stuff. Um, but we went already, if you haven't heard the latest three, four episodes, we actually went through that stuff, what, what we mean by these races. Because he mixes the stuff with, you know, involution with the races and the, you know, the embodiment of spirit evolving through and, and you know, putting the, the, the planet Earth as the center of the universe, which it isn't. You know, this, this planet is an, it's a genetic experiment. That's what it is. Uh, the most advanced and, and you know, because we're right at the cutting edge. And I might even doubt that one because if we understand truly time... There's no linear linearity, linear linearity. How do you say that? Things are not linear. Like you know, we don't necessarily come from the past going into the future, right? So it's, you could actually come from the future and you actually come here because this is where this is where it's happening. So 
And, and that's the thing, you know, when we're talking about time itself appearing to speeding up, best example I can give you is when you're full of joy, when you're full of love, when you're truly, you know, kind of submerged, focused on something, you're creating something and you something that you love. Next thing you lift your head, five, eight, ten hours have passed. And you're like, fuck, it was like five minutes. How is that possible? Because you were in a state of timelessness. And so this is when we're talking about, and we talked about that yesterday, understanding the Kali Yuga, right? The goddess of time and change, right? Hindu, Hindu goddess, Kali, right? Which, uh, you know, it has a bad reputation, but it has a purpose. You know, it's literally, um, it's burning, burning all of these, uh, you know, kind of abuse that we've we've given ourselves because it's time to take responsibility you know this is the jinky 55 the jinky of the shadow of victimization right because we forgot our our origin you know where we come from who we are and we've been beating the crap out of ourselves for a long time and so um so we had this cycle right and, and we're coming to the end and it's interesting because if you go to wikipedia right now they're going to try to bamboozle you <laughs> that the Kali Yuga is going to last another 400,000 years. According to who fucking knows what, the, 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 <laughs> the, the equality of the, of the, of the years of the gods equal, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of years. This is some, some bullshit, you know, somebody pull out of their ass, Right. But at the same time, what is time? And wouldn't that be for those choosing that timeline of artificial intelligence? Because that's the one thing, you know, there's other people talking about that stuff, right? You know, people started putting these, um, you know, Neuralink implants in their brain. That's how it starts. You look at this bioweapon, mRNA vaccine, where it's, just, it's changing the fucking DNA, Right. What is it, uh, you know, a lot of these people now, they have Bluetooth and in their bodies and they activate a, a Wi-Fi signal. So we're talking about nanotechnology too. And, you know, a lot of people don't like to hear this. And this is the kind of stuff that we're going to be facing in the next 10 years. A lot of people dying, a lot of fucking cancers, weird, creepy shit going on. Because now people that have that, they're, they're literally being, you know, transformed into some sort of cyborg. Right. And thank God, you know, in the last um, year, a lot of people have said, fuck this. We're not taking this vaccine. This bioweapon is not a vaccine. And, and so it's, it has really crashed. Nobody's taking it. So it makes me think that, you know, even though that timeline, that artificial intelligence timeline exists somewhere in the multiverse, we've already kind of passed through that one. It already went through. We're not going. We're not. We might not even see that stuff. And when I mean we might not even see that stuff, I mean, you know, when you see these kind of episodes of Star Trek, right? And, and they have this incredible technology. I think that at some point, uh, one of these in the older episode series, um, the Next Generation, the captain, and then eventually later after that, it happens many times. But the captain gets um, gets transformed into a cyborg by the Borg, right? And so how does that work? It's nanotechnology. And then uh, later on, they just uh, heal him. 
So they, they take it out, they change, they clean it up. I don't know if it stays in him or something. Well, my point is, because that's, you know, it's just fantasy, but my point is, we are the children of God. There is nothing, nothing impossible for us to, to, to experience. So when we're talking about, you know, some people having their head trip of, you know, believing that immortality comes out of becoming, you know, one with a sing with the artificial intelligence singularity. Um, those are, that's, that's creative people, creative um, gods, if you want to call it, creative children of God, creating a way forward within their limited perception of reality. And that is a timeline. But so as that, there is also love. And with love, what do we have? We create um, other possibilities. And when we truly understand, and it's not that we don't, it's that it's more like a lot of people talk about having a lot of incredible technology being released that has been withheld because it wasn't profitable. If you suddenly find a cure for cancer, then what's going to happen with the, I don't know how many billions or trillions of dollar industry of fucking chemotherapy and radiation, right? All the fucking drugs, how many people suffer for many years in, in order to just die. So they're basically squeezing people of their money while they're killing them slowly. And it's the, the cancer, where does the cancer even comes from the fucking first place, right? If you have a cure for cancer, then all of that industry goes down the drain. And these motherfuckers stop making money. Right? But everything ends when we move our attention. You suddenly realize, you know, the cure of cancer already exists. All cancers. It has to do with uh, frequency technology. And there's other ways. There's also medicine and stuff like that. But And it all comes from nature. It's already here. Right? But as we as we move our attention to that reality, that other reality disintegrates. And now we're having we're living in a different timeline. And in this timeline, time speeds up because people stop suffering that much. We suddenly start out of nowhere. And we're gonna see that this this is you know kind of like I would say if, if Richard is doing his prediction, I'm doing mine, you know, and we're going to see that stuff, you know, within the next 10 years. If not inside, then at the end of it, within these 10 years, we're going to see the collapse of reality. That might need to happen before we get all these technologies, or it might be simultaneously. A lot of it is already happening, but it's happening because we're ready, because our consciousness can manifest and has manifested that. Nothing happens in the world unless it happens inside of your attention first. And the first place it happens, it's your life. And next thing, now it spreads out through the morphogenetic field and it goes all over the place. So the sixth race has long been prophesied by mystic and sages, what I was saying, corresponding to the involution of divine essence into the astral plane, the realm of emotion and desire. The sixth race will bring transformation to our entire planet. So basically, God is now taking over that second seal, right? Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily see it like that. Um, but 
he likes to see it like that. It's just like we're receiving God, but you know, we are God. God is all of life, right? So it's it's more like we're realizing that there's no need to be a victim anymore of, of any circumstance or people out there. And that raises your frequency. And what's going to happen is the astral plane, all of these entities that are stuck in the astral plane, people that, are, you know, were very addicted to emotion, um, little by little, they're going to, their energy is going to return back to the source. And, and, and that could mean many things. That could be a whole other episode. We talk about that stuff. And we have talked about that stuff in the past. Um, so as divine consciousness continues to descend deeper and deeper into form, it reveals its true nature. The coming epoch or epoch will see the sublimation of human sexuality and desire into unconditional love. Um, you know, the way I kind of like, um, experience that or, or observe that is the, um, the energy goes up the Kundalini. And so now we have the integration of the first three seals, right? Or, or, or chakras, right? And, and each one of them equate to a plane of existence. And then they're not races. Races is, we're talking about the bio-machine. When we're talking about races, we're talking about the body. Um, these are planes of existence where um, frequency, us, right? Vibrate. We've already been through that. We talked about that yesterday in the episode before. Um, we vibrate there. And so now the energy reaches to the fourth seal, right? It opens up. And what's there? What is there? That is the equalization of male-female polarity. The, the, and you want to see it in, in terms of electricity, the, the positive and negative charges become, um, the light becomes depolarized. And that would be um, uh, ultra ultraviolet violet blue um, light that has no polarity. And that is the fourth seal, what uh, he called the solar plexus. And we're going to be talking about that. But it is that because when you balance your male-female polarities, um, sexuality goes to a whole other level, right? And, and that desire uh, for that fulfillment, um, it, it's no longer there because you've already fulfilled. And so, yes, you're going to have that experience, but it's going to be love. Because now you're seeing yourself in the other person. You're not seeing something that you don't have that you want. You're seeing a mirror. And you love that mirror. And so I don't. that's how I understand that. So the six rays will be triggered through the 55th gene key and its mutation within the solar plexus center. The seat of human emotion. Now, I don't know if that's true, because what is emotion, we understand emotion is chemicals. It's electrical currents, right? Um, but, um, <clears throat> hold on. But what he's really talking about is frequency, um, not, not emotion. Emotion, we're, we're, we're looking at um, the consequence of experience. We have experience, and so that experience is going to create... Um, um, yeah, and so here's the thing about it, um, because it is in the solar plexus. And I, I've already talked about this. I talked about this on Jinky 22. 
The solar plexus is the third seal. It is not. He's 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 got one seal wrong here. Um, Richard Rod talking about this thing. Uh, what I say and what I used to say is um, is what happens is we're gonna have this um, opening of that third seal, and, but the energy, the real change, doesn't happen in the solar plexus. It 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 happens above in the heart, right? Solar plexus is what grounds us into physicality. So, I mean, I guess you could say that he's because the way that he's been talking about this gene, he, and I say this over and over again, he's blending who we are, the individual, amalgamizing it with the personality. So obviously, you know, you have to land, God has to land in this physical reality. Where is he going to land to? Through the body, right? Um, but it is not... The, the the change that we're going to experience doesn't happen there. It, uh, or, or you could say that it, it happens there when it opens up. Because these are like, like gates, right? This kind of like, imagine like one of these things for the submarines. That you got to spin to open this kind of door. It has a name. Um, hatch. A hatch. They're like hatches, right? So they spin and then they open up. And then they close up, right? So when we open that third seal, which is the solar plexus, the energy goes to the fourth. But the thing doesn't happen there. What happened? Because if that's closed, you have a non-balance of female, male, female polarity. What you have is people gaining power. And people get stuck there in that place. When the change happens is when the third seal opens the end, the kundalini goes up. And then we have this, what I was talking about, this equalization of male-female polarity. You can feel it. You can feel it when you put your energy. It's a completely different experience. You're touched right, right in the center of your chest. The solar plexus is down in your belly. And so, and I, I've heard this, a lot of people go there, but no, it's not the way. This is, um, this is not the way it works. Um, so... Um, <clears throat> So he's, and he's right, you know, when we're talking about the seed of human emotion, because it is not about emotion. Our journey here in this reality is not about emotion. It is about understanding life in general. Emotion is the recording of the experience, right? We record it as this frequency that goes through the body and it creates this frequency. It gets recorded in the soul, right? But that's not why we're here. So as long as we don't understand emotion, which is just a consequence of thought, right? That goes through because we positioned our attention somewhere. Then we're not going to get the full picture. But once we once we understand all the elements and how everything works, then you, you can look at it from a, from a, a place, from your you know, position of your attention. And you are not amalgamize with that whole thing, the body, mind, consciousness. We are not these bodies. Um, so, um, right. So the Trivian race, that's how he calls this sixth race, heralds the reawakening of this center and will allow human beings to experience uh, once again this universal quantum field connecting all beings. The connection does not come from the third seal. 
Once the, the third seal is open, then the energy goes to the fourth and the connection comes to the fourth because that's where the light is depolarized. In the third seal, the light, this is the visible light. The visible light has positive and negative energy. Positive and negative uh, electromagnetic, electromagnetism, if you want to call it like that. That's why it's made. That's how it's made, right? But you can feel it. The connection comes from the heart. The heart chakra, what they call the heart chakra. Right? That's where the connection is, not the solar plexus. The solar plexus grounds you. So you do need to have that journey needs. The energy has to come up. But it's not, this connection doesn't happen in the four, in the third. It happens in the fourth seal. Um, and so this reawakening is not a retrograde movement into a past golden age, but a new integration of the three lower planes. The physical, astral, and mental, which is first plane, second plane, and third, third plane. Right? People call heaven is the third plane, right? The first heaven, because then there's fourth, that would be the second heaven, and the fifth, that would be the third heaven, and the sixth would be the fourth, you know. So it's kind of, you know, if you go anti Dante's uh, divine, divine comedy, you would see, you know, the purgatory would be the second, that would be the astral plane, right? And then you would have um, heaven would be the third plane, but it's just the first heaven, because there's, there's a heaven, if you want to call it heaven, these planes of existence for each of those seals, the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, and then the seven, right? Um, so, um, yeah, so when he's talking about going into, it's not a past retrograde golden age, he's talking about, you know, before we were in the Kali Yuga, there was other stuff going on, and it wasn't even happening in this planet, so... That's when I think about this ascension or mass ascensions. I am thinking this already. This has already happened a lot out there in the universe. This stuff is new. What what we might be experiencing is kind of like the flavor of it. The what is happening here is it's, it's a different kind of area or or a lot of different kind of experiences. You know, recorded in the DNA through many civilizations coming together to create a very specific kind of flavor of that ascension, right? Um, so the the um so the you know this this is the integration right of the lower parts with the higher parts we talked about all of this in jinky twenty two right the lower planes the physical astral and mental into their higher counterparts the causal causal buddhic anatomic you know he has a name for them I just call them numbers one through seven the seventh and final root race the pangaean or pangaean really uh, lies beyond words. It represents the integration of all the kingdoms of Gaia into one single vibrating presence. Again, he's just focusing on planet Earth. It's not, it doesn't work like that. It is where spirit and matter become one and where the divine monadic essence shines through the physical plane, allowing it to ascend. It is the kingdom of heaven coming to Earth. And I do agree with that. Um, the fifth plane, it's... And that's the beauty of the of the first plane. All planes of existence exist within the first plane. So we do have access to all planes here. That's why we keep coming. We keep returning lifetime after lifetime because once we're out there, we don't have a body. So we're missing and we're missing a plane. We don't have access to um you know, you can always whatever reach level you reach, you can always look down. But you don't you can all look up because you don't have that experience yet. So we come back here so that we can understand life all the way to the seventh plane. And this is what we're doing with the jinkies. 
It only goes to the sixth with this city. But the seven is really returning to God. It's the dissolution of the personality. And so now we return to be the entire light of creation. So the ending of the trilogy and the return to Eden, right? And we talked about that yesterday, I think yesterday or the day before, about this Idun. Eden, um, this is an ancient, you know, extraterrestrial word that means um, uh, it's kind of like, a, like a, a scientific research station where, where uh, you know, very advanced ancient scientists were developing um, life. They were mixing genetics of plants and animals and creatures like us, right? Idun, that's what it's called, right? And so now we get those kind of like legends in, 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 in the Bible and stuff like that. And they, they start adding the snake. <laughs> the whole thing, you know, like there is, there is um, knowledge in the mythology, but it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of encoded. So you have to be able to see what's going on there. They're really talking about... When you look at this Genesis in the Bible, what they're really talking about is um, intermingle of different species, and and it's genetic, and and it's 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 a mess because you know, back in the day, without love, you cannot create life without love. If you create life without love, the life you create is going to struggle, because it it wasn't. It, it's not like. Nothing can ever be created without love, because love is what sustains the subatomic, you know, particles, you know, merging with each other. But if you create a, a race in order to be slaves, you know, just like what they're doing with this artificial intelligence, same fucking thing. You know, who knows where they're going with this thing, right? Um, that there's going to be an incredible amount of suffering out of that creation. So um, once you mature as a civilization, you're not going to be fucking making slaves out of genetic slaves whenever you want them because you can see the future, right? It's like when you have a child, you don't want your child to be your slave, you know. But maybe in the dark ages, you just had child so that they could be your slaves, you know, back in the day. But not now. You, you, you are bringing life into this world. You want the best for them. They're your family, right? So it's a completely different kind of creation. So humanity and our whole planetary consciousness now stands at its greatest threshold to date. Uh, the final phase of the trilogy and the eventful resolution of the riddle of the, of the eons, right? This is such a rare event in the unfolding of consciousness that it brings about vast shifts at every level of life. What is coming seems so fantastic that our minds cannot stretch far enough to encompass such a reality because we are not the mind, the mind of the bio-machine. It's, it's, that's what it trying to do, is trying to put stuff in boxes, right? But this isn't about, you know, encompassing it with your mind. This isn't about that. It's about positioning your attention. Once you position your attention, you download directly from God. You're going to see what this is. And it is, um, and, and we're going to get into that. Um, <clears throat> it is God. You're seeing, I mean, the other day I, ha I was making an analogy. If you could imagine the position of every atom in the entire multiverse in every possible position in time and space simultaneously. Um, 
And then the experience of us as souls, of every atom on every possible combination of the entire um, multiverse. All the emotion that comes from every single that, uh, one of that. Like all you have to do is look at a grain of sand, a grain of sand, and imagine that grain of sand in every possible space and time throughout the entire one universe and then all possible permutations of that. Those are the multiverses, right? That's the kind of stuff we're talking about here. And and you cannot have that thought when you're trying to put it in a box. You relax and let the thought take you over. And next thing now you are now you're watching the universe. Um so what is coming seems so fantastic that our minds cannot stretch so far enough to encompass such a reality. As our fairy tales tell us, the third time is the charm and always brings redemption. Now he's talking about storytelling, right? So indeed, all our great myths, films, romances, and dramas culminate with some form of synthesis. Without this synthesis, let's you know, talk about the hero of A Thousand Faces, um, Joseph Campbell. Without this synthesis, our hearts feel incomplete. It is always at the very end when we have all but given up hope of redemption that liberation comes. And that's just, we're just talking about now basic storytelling, you know, three-act structure. Um, and and that's um, throughout history. That's, that's literally, <laughs> this, that's our story. Why? Because we wanted an adventure. We wanted to have that. That's why we're here, to have that. It's as simple as that. We wanted that. All the way, the grinding to the end with the fucking evil supervillains, right? Doing all this fucking nasty stuff all over the place. Ah, waking up through that. What an adventure. I mean, we're going to go back and say, fuck. Just, you, we went on that. We went on an adventure. Now, that was an adventure. Took, you know, 10 and a half billion years. 13.8 billion years, right? What an adventure. And that's it, right? You know, <laughs> when you see it like that, it's it's fun. It's actually really funny. Um, so um, without... Um, so it comes in a great title rush, this redemption, right? Playing out as a trinary pattern of testing and release that is so familiar to us that we ever find ourselves yearning for that happy ending. Um the yearn we yearn for it so deeply because it is stamped within the genetic structure of all life forms in our in our galaxy <laughs> of all life forms in the entire multiverse baby and becomes and because it is in our dna our final destiny must and will be to witness the rebirth of eden and live peacefully in the garden forever and ever after Right, that's kind of that's how the tale, the, the fairy tale story, and they lived happily ever after, forever and ever and ever. And I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I'm saying that um, life goes on forever. There is no ending to life. Returning to God is just the beginning of another adventure. We don't know what that adventure, because that's going to require another bio machine. That's the one we're making here. We're, we're, because we are expanding in consciousness, 
The body follows. And the body is interconnected with the entire of our civilization. So it's, it's one kind of crop, one DNA crop, right? Which is comprised of a bunch of little elements, right? And so it's going to follow. And that's what, you know, he calls the sixth race, which I do agree with about these races. Because if you look back, you know, I don't know if there's six. I mean, we definitely know about Atlantis and Lemuria and, you know, the Aryan race and where we are right now, which would be the, you know, Homo sapiens. And then we would have, um, we would have this, this um, Homo sanctus, right? And then he's talking about before that, the Hyperborea and um, there's another one. But I've, you know, I mean, if you dig, 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 dig deeper, you will find that. And and not only that, when you actually start kind of remembering, when you call, connect to your a cache download, you'll remember there's this place is old as fuck. Civilizations have been here and they died. And, and, and then we restarted again this experiment. It's an experiment. This is a Petri dish here. We're in a Petri dish, this planet. You know, the parade, the, the central station of kind of like the scientists that are looking at the whole thing. They're on the moon. And, um, you know, for people to actually wake up to that and realize, you know, what's really going on. All of this stuff needs to fall apart. This is the great change. And uh, it's the, you know, the beginning of this change. When we're talking about a global ascension, meaning... The, the transformation of physical matter into light and, and the biomachine being able to be um, uh, configured and reconfigured at will, um, we still, I don't know how that's going to happen or when is that going to happen, but it's, it's inevitably that's where we're going. What we're going to experiencing now is, is a different state of being. And that's kind of how I see these, what they call densities, right? Um, you said a different state of being where you are in a state of timelessness. And so that's, that's the way I see this change, you know, because we have unmasked the fake reality, the fake world, the fake social structure. Um, then now we're really doing what, what we're here to do, which is none of the fucking, you know, offering of, of cubicle choices that this reality offers you. You know, you're going to be doing something because you want to do it, not because you have to pay the bills. I'm not saying that we're not going to be paying bills. What I'm saying is that because we have, you know, we've understand now zero point energy technology. We don't need to pay for electricity because it's all free. It's, you know, you only have to do look at the sun, how much energy we have. We have a mass amount of water and food. and We have an incredible abundance in every way. It's just that the way that it's been funneled. And, 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 and curtailed um, that it's created the way that we live in this civilization. I'm not saying that, you know, people shouldn't get paid for the value of whatever they create or that we should stop our economy and just live out there, you know, with a with a loincloth and let the beard grow, you know, up in the mountain, paint your face and just, uh, you know, I'm not saying that unless that's the, that, that, runs, that, that rocks your boat. What I'm saying is that through this change gradually and as the release of all this uh, withheld technology, this technology is going to completely transform a planet very fast. These technologies we already have and just um, 
And what is going to happen is that this, the only ones that are going to suffer for that are these old corporations that have been squeezing money out of people for so long uh, with the purpose of just enslaving people's, you know, because it's it, that that's just being stuck in that third seal. So when we're talking about this solar plexus thing, um, Richard Rudd has, doesn't have the full picture yet. He um, he talks about these solar plexus as if this is the actual thing that connects us. No, this is the thing that grounds us. The solar plexus grounds us into physicality. So we can actually be here because a lot of people, they're not really here. Like we're here and they're here in the body, but they haven't really embodied the body. So that's what grounds us. But what connects us to each other is the heart. You can't connect through the through the solar plexus, but the connection is going to be unbalanced. And this is what we've been doing for so long. When you open that solar plexus, the energy goes up. And now the connection is heart to heart. It's a completely different connection because it's depolarized. You don't want stuff anymore from anyone because your source becomes God. So now you are a funnel. You are a giver. And you are receiving also, but not because you want it, but because there's so much of it. And that abundance just flow through the hearts of people. So um, so we've reached the end of the episode today. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be diving into these repressive and reactive patterns of this 55th shadow. And then we're going to dive into the second part, the gift. Right. So we're moving through this 55th jinky. Um, but basically what I've seen with what he's talking about is just kind of like a sort of a smear of history. You know, a bunch of stuff that, you know, people have been saying for a long time and kind of like has he's, he's got a theory of what's going on here. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm saying it's convoluted and there's a lot. It's a soup. So um, but we kind of like stretch it out and say, well, what is victimization? Right. What is this victimization? And it's misunderstanding of reality. Misunderstanding of reality has become embedded in the body, and now we're carrying it through our generations on the DNA. Uh, but the beautiful part is that it's also part of the experiment. You know, we had to go through all of that. You know, in order for a, for a baby to walk, it has to fall many times, right? For the guy who invented Edison, invented the bulb, right? He had to fail a lot of times, right? So it's it's not that we failed. It's not that this not being able to understand reality was a problem. It was part of the for part of the experiment, and now we're coming to this place when we're understanding that no, nothing can be done to us because there's nobody else. But there's only one of us here. So you know, I mean, you can beat yourself up, right? But it's you. You cannot point your finger at anybody because it's it's you. And so that is really that shift, right? So we're going to be diving into that tomorrow and kind of looking into this repressive and reactive natures of the shadow. Uh, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to join.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, you'll see this um, <clears throat> menu and you'll see this link called Pioneers. These are our guests we're gonna have we're gonna start having a lot of these guests more telling us the story of their life, how they went through the darkness, how they found that love, and now how are they giving it in their own unique way, how they're contributing, how they're showing up to the world. And this this is how we build the blueprint of a real civilization by real people that are sovereign individuals. And what I mean by that is they're 
are holding their ground. And they're holding their ground because they went through the dark and they found that light within themselves, right? And now they can actually, they're a funnel and they can channel that light and it goes, connects, connects us all, right? These are also on video, not just on audio, and you can find them on Jordan.tv. And you can also find them on our Rumble channel. When you go to Jordan.tv at the bottom right corner where it says support, you'll see all our social media. We have a Rumble channel with all our videos from the pioneers of the Great Awakening. We have three news channels, X, uh, which was formerly Twitter. We have a Truth Social and we have a, a Telegram news channel. These are physical news we try to look for the most objective, logical stuff out there of what's actually going on that we can measure and we can track. And, you know, it's not just real raw news, you know. It's like, yeah, Biden is in Guantanamo. And, and you know, they've, they've already been executed. And tomorrow we will have Nassara and Gassara, right? But it didn't happen last week or the week before. But tomorrow it's going to happen, you know. None of that shit. Or the earth is flat, right? None of that shit. Why? Because that's the stuff that is, uh, you know, psyops that, that keep people in loops. And, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's like watching a soap opera. You get stuck to the drama. That's, that's exactly what we want to get out of. It's not like we don't like movies. But when we're talking about our planet and what's actually going on, you know, try to, we try to find out what's the most, lo- the most ob- 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 objective stuff, right? Can you track it? There's a trail. It's not like you were there and you see it so that it's true experience and it's truth. It's still belief because, you know, I, you know, most of us haven't actually seen the things, right? We rely on other people that has been there and telling us. And there's a lot of lies out there. So all of that's there. And um, we have also, um, if you if you want to connect with us, you want, um, you want help or you want any questions about any of this stuff, that's why we have a Telegram chat room. That's what that chat room is for. Just go there, write your question. Somebody come there and, and, and answer about any of this stuff. You want to share uh, information, that's our community there in Telegram. And we have also coaching if you want more in-depth, um, help you integrate, use this tool, this is this whole genetic profile. We have a coaching called... Uh, um, Activation sequence review, where we go through the activation sequence review, help you find your purpose. We have a more in-depth version of that called the live design, and that is helping you align every single aspect of your life with your deepest spiritual purpose. When you align that, you stop losing energy, and, and, and you're gonna see how fast you can. It's gonna start flowing from you this state of flow. That comes from your natural inner drive, from your authentic self-expression. And yes, of course, certain parts of your reality are going to fall apart because um, you were wasting energy in, in, in parts of your life that are not in alignment with your deepest purpose. Obviously not your family or your close friends, but some realities are going to fall apart. You reconfigure that and now when you show up to your life, it's, it's you who not the personality. I mean, I'm not saying that we're not going to still be detangling because this detangling is going to take us our whole life to really detangle ourselves from this personality. But you can be aware of, of who you are and what the personality is and how do we show up in our lives in every aspect, in business, in relationships, in your family, in your hobbies, every part of your life, right? So that's life design. We have a specific coaching program for people stuck in the dark night of the soul. If you're ready, 
if you read to move through, because it could take you 20, 50 years, you know, it took me 20 years. So, and, and you know, uh, if, if you're ready, meaning that you're in the midst of your suffering in dark night of the soul of your uh, depression, whatever disconnection, uh, and, and, and you are willing to, while you're still suffering, while you're still in pain, while you still don't understand, step out and be, become of service. And so you take an action before that embodies in the body and, and that begins the kind of like alchemical transformation. It's, 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 not, it's not as challenging as it sounds when you just do it, but, uh, but you have to be ready for it because it's a decision. And so it's, this coaching program is not for everybody. We have a specific coaching program for coaches called uh, the Client Generator. And it's both, you know, coaching and, and, and technical and marketing, all the business aspects so that you can use podcasting, exactly what I'm doing right here, um, to attract the specific kind of people that resonate with your message, with your vibration. Highly qualified clients that love what you're doing and can't wait to work with you. And you can actually help them because you, you're talking the same language. And everybody's helping each other. It's, if you attract the wrong kind of clients, then you can't actually help them because they're not in the same frequency. So we got that specifically for coaches, all kinds of coaches, business coaches, life coaches, spiritual coaches. Um, and, and you can check that out. All of those at the bottom right corner of TV where it says support. Click on that one and I'll show you all of that there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.